Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to a special Christmas Day edition of Amen, Brother Ben, a podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. It's episode 95, and I just want to thank you so much for choosing to spend a few minutes of your your Christmas holiday with me this morning, and we're going to do things a little differently. I, I just wanted to simply help us to refocus ourselves, our, our minds, our hearts, and our attention uh, on Jesus. It's what we've been trying to do the whole Christmas season, but in fact, it's kind of the heart of this whole podcast that every day that you listen, um, I just want you to focus on God and act like Jesus. And of course, Christmas day, I want the same thing for you. And I know that sometimes that doesn't always happen that Jesus, the birthday boy doesn't always get, uh, the, the right amount of love on Christmas day, the way we do things. And so I don't know if maybe you've got a hectic day planned. You've got a lot of family coming or uh, a lot of, a lot of things going on, or maybe because of the pandemic, you aren't seeing a lot of family at all. And this is not really feeling a lot like Christmas to you. Um, and so I wanted to, no matter where you're at this morning, I wanted to let this serve as a little refocus and to build a solid foundation for your joy and your peace on this Christmas day. And so I'm just going to read to you a little bit of the Christmas story out of Luke chapter two. It says, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Corinus was governor of Syria and all went to be registered each to his own. By the way, this is important to not skip over because it reminds us this is a real life event. This actually happened. This wasn't just once upon a time in a fairy tale that we can have a, a real hope in something that really happened. Verse four says, and, and Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. This was yet another promise God was making good on that for, for centuries, he had been telling his people, he would bring them a savior through the line in the house of King David. And here we are verse five. It says he was doing this to be registered with Mary his betrothed who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. I know there was no place for them, but I hope that you're giving God a place in your holiday uh, today. And you're doing that just by spending a few minutes doing this. Uh, verse eight says in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, watching over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of God shone all around them. And they were filled with fear. It reminds me that when God moves, sometimes it's scary. And we have the, uh, we have the temptation to be fearful, but I want to encourage you that even if you're scared, even if you're tempted towards fear, uh, we have to do what these shepherds would end up doing, which was trust in the fact that God's plans are for our good. Verse 10 said, uh, the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. I underline that part of my Bible for all people. He didn't just come to bring good news to the up and in, but also the down and out. 
He he came to be good news to the rich and the poor from different countries, different backgrounds, different traditions. He's This is good news for everyone. I know a lot of people feel like in this day and age that that some new, some news is is good for only some people and it's always bad news for someone else but but Jesus came to bring good news of forgiveness and salvation for anyone and everyone who would receive it. Verse 11 says for unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes or cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among those with whom he is pleased. It reminds me that God did all of this for his glory. Yes, he gave us Jesus because he loves us. Yes, he gave us Jesus because we needed forgiveness, but He did it ultimately for his glory, and that's a good thing because when God is glorified, things are as they should be. And so you saw what God getting glory does is it brings peace on earth to those with whom God is is pleased, and he's pleased when we give him glory. He's pleased when we follow and trust in his son, Jesus. And so if you want that peace on earth, then give him the glory and follow his son. Verse 15 says, when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. So they told people, they made sure that the world knew exactly what Jesus was what God had done for them. Verse 18 said, And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. You know, I'm really struck by that last bit. And here's my marching orders for you. I always try to give you something to take out of this. And as I read this story, I'm inspired to go and treasure these things up in my heart to do what the shepherds and Mary did. When we heard of the good news, when we heard what God has done, that he had brought salvation and deliverance to anybody who asks for it, to anybody who would receive it. The shepherds went out and told the people shepherds went out and preached the gospel and it changed people's lives. And then Mary just stored these things up. She didn't, she wasn't jaded. She wasn't ho-hum. Here's another, another day, another dollar. No, she, she took time to treasure these things in her heart. And so I encourage you today, before you get to the physical treasures, before you get to the food and the presence and the fun, that you will make sure that you spend plenty of time today And this shouldn't be just an obligation thing that you begrudgingly do, but that you would take some time on Christmas Day to treasure these truths in your heart, to store them up, to think on these things. Before we get distracted with all this other stuff, make sure that our thoughts and our attention and that our hearts and our, our minds are on the good news. 
that God sent his son to die for us, to forgive us of our sins so that we can be made whole, we can be made right, so he would be glorified and we would have everlasting life. And if you haven't received that everlasting life, what a great birthday present it would be to Jesus, right? To just in wherever you are, in front of the tree, under the stockings, in your bed, at your parents' house, wherever, that you take a few minutes and you turn your eternity over to him. You admit your brokenness. You admit your sinfulness. You ask for forgiveness and you ask him to give you the gift of eternal life. That is what Christmas is all about. And I hope that you do that. And I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Amenben.com. I would love to hear from you, uh, your Christmas joy and your Christmas greetings. We'll see you soon.